Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. You may be seated. Thank God. So tonight I think that, I don't think I know, that I will be talking about a subject that every single person in this building, including myself, has dealt with at one time or another, and that is fear. So tonight, the title of my lesson is Choose Faith Over Fear. And I want to open with a scripture, Isaiah 41.10. It says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. So what are some of the things that we fear? Well, I think a few of them are bad news. Maybe you fear your boss, coworkers, death, maybe some of your relatives, bad people, debt, open spaces, fear of heights, fear of flying, fear of enclosed spaces, fear of insects. I don't like bugs of any kind. I wouldn't say it's like a big fear, but man, if I see one, Randy, get the fly swatter, there's a bug. I just did that last night. There was a little something way up at the top of the vault, but I saw a black dot. And I knew it was something, and it was something. Thank God, just stood on a chair and got it, whatever it was. Uh, Fear of snakes, fear of dogs, fear of storms, fear of needles, the unknown, fear of failure. Those are just a few of the things that we could fear. Now, the thing about fear is the fear first part of fear that I'm going to be talking about tonight is not a good thing, okay? So the reason why is because fear imprisons us. Fear steals from us. Fear causes anxiety, and fear cheats us. Fear slows us down. Fear will shut us out. Fear actually weakens our immune system. Fear affects our mental health. Fear will hold you back. Fear will wrap you in chains of bondage. Fear can paralyze you. And fear causes depression. And one of the things that I want to really draw our attention to tonight is the fact that fear and faith cannot coexist in our hearts. It cannot. Faith activates God, and fear activates the enemy. So 1 John 4.18 says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. 
Psalms 23, 4 says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Psalms 118.6, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear what man can do unto me. I'm sharing all these scriptures with you because, as I said last week, again, use the word of God. It's a weapon. And sometimes we don't use it like we should. We wait till we come to church, we hear it uh, talked about, preached about, whatever, and then we just kind of go home and forget about it. That is a weapon that you can use. And you know what? Like I said, if you have problems with fear that you might be dealing with right now, type out these scriptures, put them on your mirror, read them every night before you go to bed, hide the word of God in your heart. And you know what? When the enemy comes, use the word of God. So what did I end with? Um, Psalms 118.6. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear what man can do unto me. And you know, I'll tell you, so many times we find ourselves in situations where we're worried, concerned about maybe a job situation, somebody on the job, Um, a member of your family, somebody that you feel that might be working against you. I don't worry about any of that. Why? Because God is on your side. You don't have to worry. You know what? Tell God about it. First of all, he already knows, but just tell him anyway, you know, this person's really bugging me. And I know I've told you guys before, I can't tell you how many times I've prayed people out of our company and it works every single time. And no, I don't pray bad on anybody. I don't want to do that. But you know what I do? I say, God, bless them with a job offer they can't refuse somewhere else. Make it so desirable that they're going to want to leave. And thank you, Jesus. He always comes through. Isaiah 41, 13. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, fear not, I will help thee. Philippians 4, 6 through 7 says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Now, I want you all to pay very close attention to what I'm going to say next. And if you're taking notes, write it down. Faith and fear demand you believe in something that you cannot see. You choose. I want you all to look at that. Faith and fear both demand that you believe in something you cannot see. You choose. Psalms 34.4 says, I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. And you know, one thing I don't want to do or even imply is um, that fear isn't a very real thing. Oh, no, I know. It's a very real thing. And lots of times fears can be because of something unknown that maybe you've never experienced before 
or it could be caused by something that was traumatic that has happened to you and you're fearing that it will happen again. So there's different kinds of fear, all which are crippling, paralyzing, scary, all those different things. Psalms 27.1 says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? And this next slide that I want to share with you, what if equals fear, even if equals faith. Perspective. And you know, a few weeks ago I talked about perspective. And it really is true. We fear what we don't know. And we have faith when we have hope. Proverbs 29.25 says, The fear of man bringeth a snare, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And sometimes we have to remind ourselves, this fear that I'm feeling right now, this isn't of God. 2 Timothy 1.7 clearly tells me he hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. And I remember when Randy was working um, um, his job, his other job, and he used to have to travel a lot. And I was so afraid to stay alone at night by myself like really afraid. And we didn't have little Milo because God knows Milo would have saved me had something happened, right? But we didn't have him at the time. And, and so Randy would travel a lot. And I always called my best friend, Ann, to come and spend the night with me every time he had to be out of town for work or for a conference or whatever, because I was scared to death. I would not go to sleep at night if he wasn't home if somebody else wasn't there with me. So it was a very real fear that I had of being alone at night. And, um, you know, of course, there's all kinds of security and this and that and the other available to me. However, I was still afraid. So one night I had called Ann to come and stay with me and she couldn't come because she had committed to something else. So guess what? I was by myself in my bed, scared to death. Don't ask me why, other than it was just a fear I had. And I was laying there, and I had to have a come-to-Jesus meeting with myself because I was laying there thinking, what is the matter with you? Why are you so afraid? And then I started recalling all these scriptures about fear and how it wasn't of God. It's the enemy trying to steal my peace, right? If I don't sleep, that's not a pretty sight. So I was like, no, you know what? And then I just started praying. I started quoting scripture. And guess what? I fell asleep. <laughs> and guess what? I can honestly tell you, after that night, I never had to call her to come and stay with me again because I was no longer afraid or fearful. 
Why? Because I remembered who my God was. And I don't care if Randy is right there in the bed. Honey, if God ain't got you, ain't nobody got you. I don't care if I had a million people outside of my house armed. It wouldn't make any difference. All we need is Jesus. And the sooner we realize that, the better off we're all going to be. Right? Amen. So it's so important for us to make sure that our faith is bigger than our fears. Now, another type of faith that I want to talk about tonight is a good fear, and it's fearing God. Okay? Fearing God is not scary. Fearing God is not paralyzing. In fact, it's liberating. Um, so I just want to share some scriptures with you about a healthy fear that we should have towards God. So um, Psalms 103.13, the benefits of fearing God. Like as a father pitieth, these aren't on slides, so I'm just going to read them to you. Psalms 103.13, like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. Luke 1, 30 through 31. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shalt call his name Jesus. Luke 8, 50. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him, saying, Fear not, believe only, and she shall be made whole. Psalms 31, 19. Oh, how great is thy goodness, which thou hast laid up for them that fear thee, which thou hast wrought for them that trust in thee before the sons of men. And Isaiah 51, 12, I, even I, am he that comforteth you. Who art thou that thou shouldest be afraid of a man that shall die, and of the son of man which shall be made as grass? And then Luke 12, 6 through 7, are not five sparrows sold for two farthings, and not one of them is forgotten before God? But even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. And then, I don't have, I cut off the paper. Anywhere, this next one um, and fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both body, both soul and body in hell. So clearly we know that we need to have a good respect of fear for God and the things of God and to obey his word. But I'm just so thankful that we have the choice and it's up to us. Are you going to choose fear or are you going to choose faith? And, you know, another thing that fear will cause that a lot of people deal with now is anxiety. And a lot of people will say, you know, I'm dealing with anxiety as a separate thing, not realizing it's really part of fear. Because what are you anxious about? You're anxious about the unknown. You're anxious ab about what might happen if you go somewhere or if you do something. Or this is always going to be this way. Nothing's ever going to change for me. But again, it's up to us to choose faith. And it's like, you know what, God? I'm going in Jesus' name. 
and you'll meet me there. I'm going to get up and get dressed and go outside today even though I don't feel like it because you're already there and you're going to go with me. I'm not going alone. I may not have a physical person here with me, but you're with me and that's all I need. And again, I think it's just up to us to really realize who God is and allow him, allow him to be God in our lives. So, you know, we all know a lot about the word of God, obviously. But, you know, isn't it interesting how sometimes we just don't practice what we already know? In our humanity, it's just like, you know, God, I know you can, but will you? And then we question and we doubt instead of going, oh, God, I know you will. You've done it before and you will do it again and put our faith to work. Speak faith. Don't speak words of fear or doubt or unbelief, but speak faith. And you know what? If you got to talk to yourself, sometimes we have to. I had to talk to myself. Talk to yourself. Listen, young lady, I don't know what you're thinking, but you're not thinking very clearly right now because if you were, you wouldn't be afraid because God's right here in this room with you. And if he can't protect you, nobody can protect you. So, again, whatever situation you find yourself in tonight, any anxiety, any fears that you have, give them to Jesus. Let him work on your behalf. Trust him. Use the word of God. And, again, whatever state you find yourself in, find those scriptures that apply to you. Type them out. Put them as your screensaver on your phone. Tape them up on your mirror in your bathroom. Put them on your work computer. Whatever it is to be in front of your face every day and you're just reading the word of God. Putting it in your heart. Putting it in your mind. And you're going to recall it when the enemy comes up and says, yeah, well, you know, that's not going to work out for you. Yeah, you know how it went last time. Don't try it again. All the words that he puts in our minds, you're going to go, nope, I'm an overcomer, and Jesus is with me. And again, I just want to go back to that one slide with what if equals fear, but even if equals faith. So change your way of thinking. Terry, did you have something you wanted to share? Mm-hmm. No, it really, really is. And that's exactly what it is, right? Um, she said that there's a song that says fear is a liar, and it's really true. It is. That's what fear does. It lies to you. It tells you everything's bad. Don't go. You know, again, stay where you are. Be depressed. Things are going to get worse. Whatever. Whatever it tells you, but it's really true. Fear is really a liar. And we know where all lies come from, right? The master of lies, the enemy himself. So let's just choose to have faith and let fear go. Let's choose to have faith and tell fear, I have no time for you today. Go somewhere else. 
go find something else to do because I choose not to listen to you today. So let's make our lives better for ourselves and choose faith over fear. God bless you. I love you. Have a wonderful rest of your night. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may God bless you.